0: listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On the road. On the road. Third official car cast? Yeah. Third official official. And we are stuck on 90.
1: Yeah, we're just, you know, about an hour and 40 minutes away from Milwaukee. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we made progress in that time. And we're going to NXT Milwaukee. It is myself, Charlie, and Chris. We do not have the unicorns in the car.
1: No, we don't have the unicorns.
0: They are stampeding by themselves. Right. Uh, or what do unicorns do? They fly. Unicorns fly, yeah, right? Yeah, they fly. Yeah. They fly. They're flying up to Milwaukee by themselves. We're going to see NXT Milwaukee. It's a NXT house show. Um, I've been to an NXT house show before. I went to NXT Indie. Uh, I've mentioned that before. There's actually like episode like number four. Uh, yeah, many... yeah,
1: yeah. That's right. You recorded that. Wait, yeah. Did you record that with Pat? Pat? I think it was Pat. a Solo? Solo?
0: I think it was a solo. Oh, I ahead. went with Matt, our friend Matt Reed. Mm-hmm. I think it was a solo episode. And I talked about, um, yeah, NXT indie and then how it related to, like, the upcoming TakeOver.
1: I think that's the first time you tried the Two Heels in a Face filter, Snapchat filter. Oh, it was. Right? It was.
0: I, ju- I was just introduced to Snapchat filters, and we had our old blue logo that Matt designed. This is before. This is pre-Chris Romero, yeah. Two Heels and a Face. And... Um, And uh, Chris came in and obviously made our logo just look a lot nicer. Uh, But, yeah, we tried the Snapchat filter, and we were, what, like three episodes in, and we actually had people using the Snapchat filter at the NXT Indie Show, which I was very proud of considering. Well, we're not not anything now, but considering, like, we just started, and we had, what, like 20 Twitter followers and had a couple people actually use it.
1: Was, uh... Champa,
0: did he wrestled in that show? Yeah, he he uh him and Gargano were DIY. Rest oh, they in peace. Were DIY? Yeah they were already DIY okay. Oh I, by the way, I'm not wearing it, but I brought my DIY shirt. Maybe I should go put it on just for old time's sake.
1: For old time's sake, I'm wearing my the first uh Ciampa shirt I've ever bought, which is the one that says get to the Champa. Oh, okay. So I'm wearing that. Is that a um, pro wrestling Tees one? It's a pro wrestling tease. Yeah, well okay. I bought it off of Champa at uh, oh, uh okay. AEW show, but I know it's in the store. Okay. And I don't know if I bought one of the ones that were, like, misprinted or something, but I know the the one that's on the Pro Wrestling T-Store says, Get to the Champa, and then it says, In my Arnold voice. Okay. But this one that I have doesn't say, In Does my Arnold. Does not. Right. So I think it's, like, version one of Ooh. that print. Maybe it's more valuable than the other, son. Sure. Let's, yeah. think, of, let's <laughs> think about it that way. I actually was hoping. I, I bought the recent... A uh, Black Heart T-shirt during uh, Black Friday. The Black okay. Friday special. Oh,
0: cool. With, like, the dripping yellow heart. Isn't it no, a yellow no, black? No, no, this no. This is
1: the, the first one that he released that he's like, I don't want it to be sold anywhere. Okay. And it's the one with the skull and the beard. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees put that out, I think, for the second time. And since it was Black Friday, I'm like, might as well. Cool. So, I purchased that and actually went to Pro Wrestling Tees. Right before picking you up, and I was mm-hmm. hoping it was ready, but it wasn't. So, oh, sad news. Yeah, it's all good though.
0: Yes, the one true champa, the one true champa. Yeah, uh, one of our AAW favorites. Uh, they actually wrestled at the NXT Indie Show. They actually wrestled Authors of Pain, and this was before Authors of Pain had ever lost on TV, and they and they lost to DIY at this no, house I- show. Yeah, it, it's it like freaked the hell out of me because I was like, "There's no way DIY is winning this." Even though I think they were the champs. So I thought it was going to be like a DQ. This is okay. during their title run, DIYs.
1: Oh, shit. So you saw them as champions.
0: Yeah, I saw them mm-hmm. as champions. I believe so. Um, you know what? Don't quote me on that. Whatever. That's a minor detail. <laughs> yeah. Either way, they'd, uh, they they pinned the, the Authors of Pain, one of them. And the Authors of Pain did that like... You know that kick out at three finish. Uh huh. You know that where when Warrior Ultimate Warrior beats Hulk Hogan at like WrestleMania. Yeah, Yeah, uh he did. He did one of those because he got (laughs) the authors of pain had to look strong. Um, so yeah, and then it was a crazy card. Like the main event was Roderick Strong and Shinsuke versus Samoa Joe and Rude.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it was
0: a tag team match. Um, it's when I think like didn't Shinsuke and Samoa Joe have like a bunch of. Did, did they have a feud? Shinsuke
1: and Samoa Joe? I, I want to say so.
0: I think so. No, uh, I think
1: Joe moved up pretty quick after that, no? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Nah, not to bring us down, but it's like, look at where Rude is now and look at where Shinsuke is.
0: Yeah, well, Shinsuke has a mid card title, like.
1: That's, oh, yeah, okay.
0: But Rude is like not on TV anymore. Um, yeah. That's why, I like, I don't know. NXT, And we've agreed NXT is the best brand, and, like, I don't know. If I was a wrestler, good for them. Like, they're succeeding and living their dream, but, like, I don't know. Not on the main roster, not on TV, or in the main event picture in NXT. Like, which one would you want? Personally, right. like, I'd probably want to be used, but um, that's why it's cool that, like, Gargano and Ciampa are sticking around in NXT so long. I think that's really
1: cool. So, talking about Chomper, we you know, like, he's the one that we've been let's gush we've been following him for a long time (laughs) and you know his music in the indies at least you know in in AEW where it was like a monthly thing that we would see him Mm -hmm. like you hear that psycho killer music right and you get pumped up and you start clapping and such a cool song so now we get him as as a heel with no music but now we have music now yeah and it's like, because we were t- texting about this yesterday. Yeah. Because you, you went back and you watched the uh, Velveteen Dream versus Chompa match. I was
0: trying to catch up on War Games, yes, and I saw yeah. that match.
1: And you're like, like, this sucks, he has music now, and I'm like, it I felt suck. the same way.
0: Yeah. It was, it, you said it perfectly when you responded to me. It was such a, it was a unique thing that no other heel on the entire roster, no matter what show you talk about, no other heel didn't. Mm-hmm didn't ha- didn't come out to no music and silence.
1: It was just such a unique thing that made him stand out. Yeah, and something that a, that a heel wasn't doing, you know, like it's yeah, it, it gave him heat. It, it allowed the crowd to like boo him as his, he make, he's making his way up to the to the ring. Right, the boos were the music. Exactly, <laughs> and now um, that's gone. Yeah, I don't it know. I'm like it it, it, it sucks, but I kind of also see like maybe the booze were dying because he was also kind of like so good at being a heel so they yeah. just decided to give him music i don't know
0: yeah he's kind of been evolving his character a little bit um whereas like you know he keeps he keeps putting in new things into this character like how he calls his belt goldie now yeah like that's kind of new um he's like acknowledging that johnny gargano has also turned to the dark side and that's new so like Maybe this is just like an evolution, you know how you have to like kind of keep tweaking your character yep. over time, as Chris Jericho has taught us. Um, but the Velveteen Dream Champa match was phenomenal. Uh, it was amazing to me how how simple and basic like the moves in the match were, mm-hmm. and how much and how important it felt. Like Velveteen Dream was basically doing all the old school stuff, leg drops. Figure, yeah, uh, LaHogan, figure fours.
1: He was doing the, the elbow drops. I think that was probably the biggest, like, risky spot. Like, yeah. The, the, the elbow drop from from the top turnbuckle to the outside.
0: Yeah, and it felt more important. The Gargano uh, Alistair Black match was, was also really good, but they were doing, like, really crazy stuff where, like, Gargano would dive, do a suicide dive, and get caught with a knee in midair. Yeah. Like, that's a freaking risky spot. Champa and <laughs> The Dream were doing, like, scoop slams and, like, <laughs> yeah. tons of selling and, like, they just turned, turned the old school all the way up and it felt really, really good to watch it. I also thought it was interesting how Champa is a heel, but he sells an injury, like, the whole match. Like, usually yeah. the baby face
1: does that. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the fact that he, when he lost his boot and selling the yeah. <laughs> he was wrestling in one shoe, <laughs> yep. in his
0: dirty-ass sock. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. But,
1: um, you know, and I think probably around the first buffet line is when I was like, "fuck it, I don't like the Velveteen Dream." Like, you you were him. not
0: on board with the dream,
1: right? I was not on board, but like, you know, looking at him like the progression and this match, his facial expressions when Ciampa has him on a submission or yeah. a headlock. Like, yeah, he
0: he spit like a huge loogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that then Champa the being smart face. enough to be like,
1: "fuck it, I'll rub it all over your face." Yeah. Um, and he was like selling it, like they were, like it was so good.
0: They were they were like telepathically talking to each other. Yeah, like the 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 timing of everything and the facial expressions back and forth was just amazing. Uh, and then I can't believe like Ciampa threw a towel at Maro Ronaldo. It was a, a,
1: a notebook. A or notebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: like I was like I know it felt... was so
1: smart. Like okay, so that because that got your attention to Maro Ronaldo. Yeah. But then like Velvet Teen Dream uses that distraction. To get you know a quick pin on Champa that looked like it was about to be the finish. Right, right. They got you really and good
0: with those false finishes.
1: So yeah, like I thoroughly enjoyed the match. I rewatched it as I mentioned before we started recording. I rewatched it, um, you know, earlier today, just because you mentioned that you watched it and I wanted to be able to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and man, like it's one of those matches that you can go and put on at any time and. And still, kind of feel those emotions of, yeah. of the ups and downs of the match. Right. You it, know, it's a match you could
0: transport back into the nineteen eighties, and it would it would look like it would it almost look like a match that was in the nineteen eighties, except with maybe a couple like different high elbow drops. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. Chopper removed the padding from the outside, and they never used that.
1: Yeah, and they never used it. And it, it, but they teased it though. They, yeah, yeah. yeah. They teased it. They teased it, but they never used it. So I thought it was pretty smart that like they didn't have to take any, you know, extremely dangerous bumps. Because on the Gargano versus Champa match, when Champa takes that power bomb to the cement, right? Like, Jesus Christ, that was that
0: was nuts. Exactly. What so? What's this? So I haven't obviously been watching NXT's TV, yeah, like their weekly show. Uh, but what's is Ciampa using a new finisher that's sort of like a pedigree, or no? Because I saw him like teasing that a couple times, but he never. I don't think he ever got around to using it.
1: Mm. He, is it is it Ciampa or is it Velvetine uh, Dream that does that uh like, spinning, DDT. spinning DDT. like
0: the Isaiah's the the Isaiah Velasquez
1: move? Oh, is, is that it? who does it? I thought it was. Uh, I was I was thinking that uh, one of the Christ Brothers does that move. He does. Yeah, right?
0: Yeah, I think, or a similar version of it. It's almost like a Sister Abigail turned into a DDT Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of move. Um, I think Isaiah calls it the, what is he called, the Hammer of Dawn or something of that nature. But yeah, Velveteen Dream uses that. Okay. I, I think he uses that and the Elbow Drop as his finisher. Because Champa did do the Project Champa. He did do that, and then he uses, he used the he won with a Draping DDT, though. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that that's becoming his thing. Because it's always done At
1: different surfaces
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Exactly uh, it's, It was, it was all, also a smart ending To use the metal plate yeah. That's there The yeah, metal plate is there
1: yeah.
0: um, No one has used it Except in the War Games match And it, it's not a DQ I guess Right? I guess right, it's the it's equivalent not. To using the stairs People don't get DQ'd When they like throw people Into the stairs yeah. So it's kind of the same thing Also a clever way To end the match uh, But
1: it would Yeah yeah, Champa. Bellas and Dream was was great. Um, what are you like? What are you? Who are you looking forward to seeing the side of Champa tonight? Um, I want to see
0: because they just announced Champa versus Alistair Black at Takeover Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's the one before the Royal Rumble. Um, which I'm. Again, it's almost Rumble season, which is really cool. You know how much I love that match. Um, I. Obviously, I want to see Champa. Um, I know uh, that... The, uh, Ricochet? Yeah, yeah, like, I'm, uh, Undisputed Era, I would love to see. I don't know who's going to be there. Ricochet, like, if he's not there, I'm not going to hate it. Although, like, I love Ricochet, but I'd probably choose Undisputed Era over Ricochet. But uh, Ricochet does have the belt, the North American. Uh, yeah. I, uh, Candace Leroy would be cool to see, since we haven't seen her in a while. True, yeah. Uh, I know Dakota Kai, I think, is going to be at NXT Milwaukee. Card um, to see? I don't know. You know what we should honestly do is, not that, like, it'd be, it's going to be cool because we don't know the card, right? So we're going to be a little bit right, surprised. Yeah. But how I knew that Dakota Kai was going to be there is because she used all those hashtags. You know how they use those hashtags, like NXT... And then the name of the town.
1: Yeah, NXT Milwaukee or Yeah, she used it. an NXT Milwaukee hashtag. Okay. So I was like,
0: okay, she's going to be there. Um, but I don't really know who else. Like, Champa and Undisputed Ooh, Era. Do you
1: think we get Chelsea?
0: Chelsea, Chelsea Green? Green? Maybe. Maybe. All right. I would like to see Brittle, too. Okay. I yeah. would probably choose, like, Champa, Undisputed Era, any one of them, or any two of them, and then Brittle as, like, people That'd I really cool, want yeah, to see. That would be cool, yeah, Brittle
1: or best of my glory
0: yeah the possibility that's what's cool about a house show is that you get some of these deeper cuts right now yeah and like Keith Lee is type He he it's
1: really just like people that we've seen for so long they were I were excited that they're now in NXT you know right and Riddle
0: uh, I saw that squash match with Riddle and
1: and Hero um Uh, they allow Hero to do like a full on really good match I'll be super happy
0: yeah 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 that would be really cool um What's intre- Cassius,
1: oh no, sorry. no, it's cool. What's interesting is
0: what's interesting is they went from. Okay, you're an indie star. You go to NXT. You have a completely different name. You probably have a completely different gimmick. Uh-huh. Now it's okay, Matt Riddle. You dress the same. You have the same name. We put psychedelic music into your entrance theme. Mm-hmm. So because people know you're a stoner, right. it's like they're just letting they're letting that yeah, they're him letting be different. him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: it's gotten like. Less and less, like okay when Cassius or excuse me, when Cassius Ono came back, they let him wear, they let him dress up in his jerseys, but like kept his name, and that was like kind of like a midway point. Like Alistair Black was Tommy, Tommy E, yeah. but now they're like completely just kind of letting them do
1: their thing. I, I think they, I want to think they give them an, depending on who it is. Yeah, they give them an option. Like, do you want to be you want to keep your name? Because well, I also think, like, at some point you run the risk of WWE owning your name. Okay. Right? Like... I guess so, yeah. Uh, just just from the fucking A debacle that happens every fucking time that there's a wrestler that breaks through. Okay. And it's like, now if they start making it, you know, on their own, like, uh, AAA's like, hey, by the way, you know, your name is mine, so yeah. go figure it out. Yeah, I wonder how that works. Like, like, like Matt Riddle it, go yeah. back to the indies and be Matt yeah, Riddle. Yeah, Exactly like can, can that happen and if that's that's okay that's something that's worked out then I'm like cool like let them keep their name but um but yeah I guess it it's also cool to to know like without the politics or whatever like to see them be who they were on the indies and, and shine for the character that they grown on their own yeah so exactly but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to this NXT Milwaukee. We're going to be back in Milwaukee uh, next year, early next year. Uh-huh. Uh, what is that, January 4th? January
0: 4th, early 2019 for Zello Pro's return to Milwaukee. We got the four-star heroes making their debut. That's right. Um, and Kylie versus Tessa 3. And, uh, yeah, so that's what's cool, too, is that tonight's NXT show is at the Turner Hall Ballroom. That's a small venue. It's going to be tight in there. It's going to be intimate. Like, it's going to be yep. packed. We're going to be... I don't know where our seats are. Do you know where our seats uh, are? We have...
1: uh, We're we're balcony. Okay. Front row balcony. So, around oh. the, the same area where we sat for Cello Pro when we were there. That's amazing. So,
0: that's great. Cause I, Those are pretty good seats. Yeah. yeah pretty good seats for, for the Unicorns to take clips, too.
1: Yeah. Co- covert clips. <laughs> well, again, you never know. I
0: oh. that. Uh, Who's that? Is that us? I don't know if you guys us. can hear but there's a ricketing sound outside. Yeah, I thought it was my tire. It's not my tire. We're good. No. Um, yeah. So, the unicorns are going to have to take covert sneaky clips. <laughs> did <laughs> right. we... I don't know. Did the unicorns listen
1: to our last episode? I don't know. I, I haven't really talked They got to gotta be prepped. Yeah, they got to be prepped. I'm sure. Like I said, I don't know if they already talked to William Regal. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Um... Do you think they're
0: going to put, like, two levels up there on the balcony? Like, or is it just going to be one row?
1: It has to be one It's going to be one right? row. Because it's row. small. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Unless it's oh. standing room? No, they wouldn't I do that. I it, no. Yeah. So it's going to be... It, is, are they going to remove the bar, or are they going to keep
1: the bar in there? Oh, that's a good question. I think the bar stays. Okay. I'm wondering. Do you, I, so I've never been to a. They do NXT serve modelos.
0: Is that what you're wondering?
1: Oh no, I know that part. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got to get those things already. Yeah, those you know? logistics are already
0: already double checked. Cool.
1: Still hear that, right? Yeah, I still hear that. Did someone blow a tire? It sounds like uh, that, but anyway, fart. it's it's someone in front of us. So. Huh. But anyway, um, do they sell NXT? Like, do NXT shows sell merch? Like the they do the, the house shows? Yeah. Yeah, they
0: do. Uh, so the one I went to in Indy, I bought the I bought the show poster for it, and I framed it. Oh, okay, it. nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, uh, who else was? Yeah, Asuka was on that card. She wrestled one of the iconics. I remember. I remember they had a random two hundred five live match on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like Noam Dar versus Grand Metalik. They they said it was a two hundred five division match. That's what they labeled it as. Um, and also, Patrick Clark was on that card as Patrick Clark, who is now the Velveteen yeah. yeah. So it's
1: pretty
0: cool. Yeah. Have I caught up on any other rest? Oh, did you see? Uh, did you see that the XFL cities were announced?
1: I saw that they were announced. I didn't see what cities. The, the, the Chicago didn't get a city. Anymore.
0: No. Chicago does not have a city. Or, excuse me, Chicago has a a city. Chicago does not have an XFL team. Um, They, I don't know why they weren't chosen. Uh, New York was chosen, Tampa Bay. Um, Gosh, I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head now. But it was eight teams, eight cities were chosen. Okay. For an XFL
1: team. And they are, they're going to kick off, apparently, the week after the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, in 2020.
1: Sorry. Well, Chris almost cut someone off. <laughs>
0: the, the week after the Super Bowl in 2020 is when they're going to kick off. Yeah. Uh, uh, succeed or fail, I think the XFL is going to be entertaining
1: as heck. How do you, or have they announced how they're going to differentiate themselves this time from the NFL?
0: Yeah, there's going to be no, no point after touchdowns. Okay. So it's just going to be you have to go for two points either from like the 1-yard line, the 5-yard line or the 15-yard line. Okay. Um They're going to be playing during NFL's off-season. I think is a differentiator. Okay. Um I don't know. There's probably other and things.
1: So are they going to So are they going to play in like NFL stadiums or are they going to play off in like So I know colleges and
0: one of the teams I think might be like Houston was selected or Dallas maybe. Mm -hmm. One of the teams is going to play in the stadium that the MLS team plays in. Okay. So they're gonna. I. They're not gonna. I wouldn't think that a
1: right because they get a city would build a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. They're
0: gonna play in like maybe your like so the Chicago team would play at like Toyota Park maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Smaller Mm -hmm. stadiums like that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense
0: I'm excited for it Although Chicago doesn't have a team Oh, St. Louis got one?
1: That's right St. Louis. So if, that if we're
0: going to pick a team This is kind of interesting Because like, who do you pick as your team? If you're going to start day one with a team Who mm-hmm. do you pick? Do we pick St. Louis?
1: St. Louis, they Do we one-ish. hold out?
0: Do we hold out? Hope the, the
1: Based on their uniforms and how cool they look? <laughs> yeah
0: Do we hold out, hope the NFL, XFL succeeds And then Chicago adopts a team?
1: Is that what we do? I think so, I mean I'll definitely be interested. I, I really liked the uh, XFL football design, that the, the first one that they came out with.
0: The red and black one? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I had a friend who had, like, a tiny, smaller one of those. Oh, those small ones, yeah, And yeah, you yeah. could sling mm-hmm. that mother effer around. Um, we're going to also, after the show, I think, try to catch up with the unicorns and see what yeah. they thought of it. Maybe a little post-show action. Um yeah anything else going on in the wrestling world hmm
1: Uh, what else is going on Uh, not that I could think of Uh, I know Ico de la Park got a uh, they posted on on his Instagram a new kind of outfit new design okay so I, I hate it it doesn't have so his mask is kind of like Similar to the LA Park mask, okay, but without the the little um, drapey thing. Okay, the
0: drapey thing is, is without the hoodie, without
1: the hood. Yeah, is he trying yeah. to separate himself from the I, legacy I, of LA Park? I mean, it's tough, right? Like, I he that it seems like an effort to separate himself, but okay, he's carrying the name, like, bro. Like,
0: yeah, don't you aren't you, if you're the junior or the son.
1: Yeah, like if you you're, you are got to
0: like wrap the basically the same mask, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, 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 like a slight variation of it.
0: Yeah, a slight variation.
1: Um, yeah, I don't like it. I don't know if he's gonna really go through with it, but I didn't like the new design. Okay. Um, aside of that, in the lucha world, I still I bought the season for Lucha Underground. It's official. It's official, but Ladies I have not sat down and started watching it. One step at a time. One step at a time. Um, I'm, I'm. I haven't heard any rumors on Lucha Underground, so I don't know if they're going to be coming back. Uh, from what I know of the last episode, it seems like they will. But I haven't any. I haven't heard anything that indicates that it's going to happen. Hmm. So, we'll see. We shall
0: see. Uh, next week, we're going to be recording with Steve from Warrior Wrestling.
1: That's right. Warrior Wrestling, uh,
0: doing a preview of the third show. Warrior Wrestling three, three. Cage versus Bandito. Cage is super hyped about that match. Oh, congrats! Per,
1: yeah, I think he just proposed to Melissa He did just
0: propose. Congrats to them. Uh, per Steve from Warrior Wrestling, Cage is super hyped to Russell Bandito. We'll get more information on
1: that. Um, and that is on January sixth.
0: The fifth. The
1: fifth. Okay. Right. Yep. Right. The yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. day after Zello. Yep. You're right. Uh yes, that's the fifth. We're gonna uh, we're gonna see what we're gonna do something.
0: Yeah, we're gonna try. We're gonna pitch uh, Steve an idea. The last couple Warrior Wrestling shows we've had the table there with the buffet buffet line of questions, which was great, and I thought we had really good episodes. Even one of our our episodes got picked up by Medium, right? Nice. Yep, and sent to other people who have Medium accounts, mm-hmm. like distributed it via email syndicated I think is the correct word I'm looking for and um so that was those were fun episodes but I think we're going to try something a little different we'll see just we're to, to shake it up you know
1: yeah you don't want to go stale doing the same thing over and no, over no you
0: don't want to be the food in the buffet line can't be stale exactly you got to keep bringing out fresh food
1: Absolutely. in this buffet line you know gotta serve it up differently it can only sit under those heat lamps for so long <laughs> right and then it gets icky um so yeah. you always like to ask, like, what's your favorite part of a salad, right? What is your favorite part of a buffet?
0: My favorite part of a buffet? Yeah. Just like... Ooh, that's a good the, question. The, it's definitely no. not the salad bar. Okay. It's definitely not the salad bar. And, pro- uh, like, so what buffet are we talking about, though? Just your regular, like,
1: it, old know. country old buffet? Old country buffet, yeah.
0: Old country buffet? I
1: or remember. Golden Corral? I think that's the thing, right? Yeah, I think
0: I've been there once. I'd, I don't know, like... Golden Corral, uh, I'm still... Golden Corral sketches me out a bit. That's just me. And I eat a lot of shitty food.
1: Hashtag Taco Bell.
0: Yes, hashtag Taco Bell, hashtag Olive Garden, hashtag... Mm -hmm. I don't know what else you want to put in there.
1: Um, So, yeah, like... uh, I don't know, like... Good old country buffet. I used to go there often. Not often, but more often than any other buffet.
0: I remember growing up, I couldn't wait to get to the... Vanilla chocolate, frozen oh, okay. yogurt like uh-huh. swirl. Yeah, ice, yeah, yeah. Frozen yogurt ice cream, whatever you want to call it. I'm gonna say that's my favorite part.
1: I remember always going, maybe because it was like I was young and my mom would always just give me mac and cheese first. Like I, it just became a thing. Like you just grab mac and cheese even and before
0: stuff. like the salad and the apps and stuff. You just go straight to the mac and cheese.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because well, so. What we got in the habit of doing was that we would get a plate and make a big salad, and then oh, like for everyone, and then yeah, oh smart, everybody would just grab from that plate. Smart, yeah. But um, uh, but I remember mom like when I was a kid, like she would always give me mac and cheese first. Okay, so I whenever I it's end a up, I
0: mean, you can't. I can't complain. You can't right. complain about that. Yeah, like Salt a started. mac
1: and cheese with a uh, what are those like buns? Those buttery buns. oh the buns that, that shit, might be yeah. oh man I
0: forgot about the, the those buttery buns,
1: woo yeah you can't get enough that
0: though. might be <laughs> that might be that might top the ice cream or if it's not or not if it's it's like a cl- really close second
1: um, an accidental find and, and I, it happened like that for me um, the roast beef that they would just carve out. And then, like, I ended up grabbing some salad, and it came along with some ranch. So okay. the ranch kind of ended up on the roast beef. Okay. That, I, I love that shit, too. Ranch and roast beef. Yeah. Okay. A little
0: R and R. <laughs> yeah. A little R and RB. A little ranch and roast
1: beef. You know what I was thinking about last, uh, you know, a couple of shows ago when, we're, when I was editing the, the snack, the attempts to do... Uh, snack size episodes is that when we first started with that idea of the snack size episode is that we would end up the show or at some point in the show talk about a snack that we liked. We've never done that ever since.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We were going to do that. Holy crap. I think the snack size does not... I think we need to stop saying the snack size refers to the length of the episode
1: Snack Size has just become reviews of the shows that we. Yeah, to.
0: that's what it. That's what a snack like size. Like recaps. Has been. Snack reactions. Size has been. We're just gonna talk about one show and mm-hmm. one show only. Whereas, like, buffet line episodes, we talk about many different things. Yeah. Tangentially related to wrestling. A snack size is like okay, one show. Hmm. That's what it is. Not the length. We can't. I talk way too much. We just can't. We. It's hard to do an episode under thirty minutes. Yeah, unless you're gonna minutes.
1: just go like strictly talk about what happened. You know, a couple seconds of where this is gonna lead to, but you just can't do that. No, like, it's it's tough. It'll be too dry of an episode. Too dry. And snacks. Can't we need be that dry. shit wet. Can't
0: have <laughs> can't have those dry right. episodes. Okay. Well, speaking of,
1: yeah, we're at
0: the thirty minute mark, so maybe right. we'll cut here, and let's then it. watch the show, and we'll catch up with the unicorns after. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. We're back.
1: We're on the road again.
0: On the road again. We're about four souls deep. Four soul tall boys deep. Yeah. Plus a Modelo, plus a couple of Modellos. They were not serving Modellos up at the top bars.
1: Right. Unfortunately. I mean, although that shit was really convenient. Being up there in the balcony, like you didn't deal with like any waiting time. The yeah. bathrooms were clear. It was really cool. Turner like, Hall is an awesome venue. Yeah. And uh, props to Jonathan Wrestling with Unicorns, because he's the one that... You know, scooped up the tickets. Yeah, props to Jonathan, even yeah. though he hates me. <laughs> he didn't even say bye. He just—he didn't <laughs> even say bye to me. I said bye to Martin, and
0: Jonathan just walked away. So, we didn't even get to say bye.
1: I don't know, bro. As far as I know, you're not on his list, but who knows? I,
0: I thought I was on his hit
1: list. I guess <laughs> I'm not. Dude, it
0: was a really, really fun show.
1: Yeah, man. Like, it's, it's so refreshing to, you know, although we talked a lot about NXT on our way up and champa and everything else like it's just refreshing to go to a, a i guess a wwe show and and have so much fun you know yeah like. tons of fun most of the people who sat around us were cool most of them
0: uh, yeah. There was one guy who whose name we will not mention um but yeah it was a different like a little change up production value is obviously a little higher But it was a nice intimate venue and it was only one row of seats on the balcony, so it felt like really comfortable.
1: Yeah, for sure. You actually gave up your seat for a little bit. I did give up my seat.
0: Yeah, I did give up my seat. I wanted to get my stand on. I could see everything though really, really well, so Yeah. It was not a big deal. Um Bro, so Bro. Bro. So we got to see Bro. You got to see Bro? Versus KO. KO. is Ohno. Matt Riddle's super, super comfortable. He's already, like, feeling really, really comfortable yeah. in that ring.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, has he ever stressed? The man is never stressed. <laughs> I don't think so. He's, he's, he's always relaxed. He's extremely relaxed. Uh, I do have notes. I don't know if we want to hit all the notes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, some highlights. Ono versus Riddle was a highlight. Yeah, that kicked off the show. It did kick off the show. Um, you had uh, what's her name? Uh, Jasmine Duke, Jasmine Duke, and Marina Shafir, uh, Russell, Kyrie, Sane, and Dakota Kai, or as I like to call them, Dakota Kyrie Sane.
1: do So that was fun. I didn't know that they were like I knew they played a role in in some matches and helped out Ronda and the main like, the main roster. Yeah, or whatever. they had a full match. But I don't know that we're training to be full on. Like, I knew the rumors, or I had heard the rumors of them, like, training, and I guess, like, there's the four horsewomen of UFC versus the four horsewomen of WWE, like, yeah. in the future. But I did not expect to expect to see them in-ring competition yeah. so soon. In-ring competition. Uh, they looked... They, yeah. It's like,
0: the four horsewomen know how to really fight people. But there's clunkiness in the ring, and they yeah. look—they look a little green, they look a little awkward, and that's not yeah. a bad thing.
1: Um, I mean, they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're training, right? Yeah. Like, this, this is the purpose of right NXT Live, like to try things differently or whatever. Exactly. exactly. Okay.
0: Um, but even I think Shannon Baszler a little bit. She's there's just a little bit of like clunkiness. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, and it's—it's it's strange because they're. These women are in fantastic shape And they really know how to hurt people
1: Yeah, for sure uh,
0: But yeah, uh, it was a little bit of clunkiness As whereas like Kyrie saying is just all fluidity I was super happy I got to see that elbow drop Yeah, that insane elbow drop um, It was uh, the cousin of Martin uh, Carrillo.
1: Carrillo Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Martin Carrillo, right? That, yeah. So that's Martin from Wrestling with Unicorns so, His John- cousin, Umberto um, Umberto? Umberto was the or name Umberto. of the Rosa. Uh H U M B E R C. Okay, so it's Umberto. Umberto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Jonathan was saying that uh, this is a, a luchador, former luchador. Okay. Signed with NXT. Um, uh, hijo de Ninja something. Okay. And yeah, he never lost his mask. He just signed with NXT and now we see him without a mask. Now we see him without a mask. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Where did he wrestle before, CMLL, Triple I want to assume Triple Okay. Right? I, I don't know much about him, but... Okay. Uh, I know that Martín in the past has, like... Because he, he, like, took a screenshot or something. Because last name... He, he's going by the last name Carrillo. Okay. Where Martín is like, oh, you know, like, my cousin, my primo, whatever. But, um, yeah, like, dude was pretty good, man. Uh, yeah, he wrestled Bobby Fish...
0: Yeah Um. And uh, it It's cool to see Bobby Fish Back healthy And it's cool to see Although like You know He he did come out With the Undisputed Era Later Which I thought was really cool Cause like You don't want to feel That he's too segmented From that Yeah Uh. But it was cool Like they, maybe they gave Bobby Fish You know A singles match To help him get back In the rhythm Because he Although he won The tag title With Kyle O'Reilly Like It's basically Roger Strong Defending that, yeah. that, that Tag championship belt um, uh, I was a little distracted during that match, but I thought it was fine. Uh, Kona Reeves versus Donovan Dijak. I'm not even going to attempt to say his name now. <laughs> Donovan, it's Do- Donovan Dijak.
1: Okay. Yeah. Di- doesn't he he's he going by Dominic Dijavic? Yeah. Something like that. No, uh, I
0: don't think that's it. But yeah, it's okay. Dominic, and then a version of, oh, of Dijak.
1: Yeah, a version of his new last name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like. It was decent, but I think it went on for a little too long. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, it
0: had a hell of an ending though. Uh, he wrestled, like a Conan Reeves. I really we really don't know much about um, who's on TV at least sparingly. But mm-hmm. uh, I remember it was a hell of an ending and a really awesome finisher. It was a torture rack that turned into kind of like a, a knee to the face.
1: Yeah, kind of kind of kinda like a go to sleep combo.
0: Yeah, a torture rack into a go to sleep combo, which is yeah. a really cool finishing maneuver. Um, but Donovan Dijak almost hurt himself on a flip to the outside.
1: It yeah, looked like he's such a big man, but he, just, you know, yeah. he tries to pull that shit off all the time. Like I remember at AEW, you mentioned the, like, you know, him trying that at AEW, right? And, and, and seeing that, like, when you're up, up so so close, like it's just such a big man trying to do that move. Yeah,
0: um, he just doesn't rotate all the way over when he jumps to the outside, yeah. and, it, and it's very scary. Um, but he was fine. Uh, Gargano wrestled Alistair Black, um, which had a lot of good stuff, uh, some stuff, like, some variations of stuff that you've seen in their takeover match. Um, I like Alice. I like how Alistair's Black is a finisher that comes out of nowhere. It's like a Sweet Chin Music, it's like a RKO, like, you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. when he's gonna hit his finisher, um, and he hit that for the victory. Um... Yeah, sorry if I didn't say the results for the, for the other matches
1: um, Dude, I, you know, Alistair Black, like, seeing both of these guys, both uh, Gargano and Alistair They, like, seeing them live, you know, you see them on TV or whatever But seeing them live and comparing them from when you saw them on TV, on, on AEW or whatever other indie like, Dude, these guys are, like, really, really good shape They really are like, not saying that they weren't before, but it's like, damn. Like, you see the difference.
0: Yeah, they're not even breaking a sweat during these matches compared to their takeover marathons. Right. yeah. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, so just a quick recap. Riddle pinned Ono with a version of the Perfect Plex. Um, after that, a guy named Dan Matha came out and had a really bad promo. There was a who are you chant. Riddle <laughs> yeah. need him in the face. Um... Kyrie, uh, Dakota Kyrie Sane defeated two of the Four Horsewomen. Bobby Fish defeated Umberto Carrillo. I can't roll my R's. Um, Donovan Jai-Jack defeated Kona Reeves. And then where we are now is uh, Black defeating Johnny Gargano. The dickish Johnny Gargano. He's a, he's a slight the dick. The
1: card is still split, bro. They don't know to cheer him or boom
0: him. I agree. Um, after that was Undisputed Era versus heavy machinery and ricochet and
1: <laughs> heavy machinery and ricochet really really playing that baby fans role yeah
0: the um, they all came out with cheese hats first of all i'm a bears fan so right, i, I right. don't like the packers um uh otis dozovich had a reggie white jersey on mm-hmm. who's a who's a hall of famer for uh a hall of famer and then Asian in green bay's hall of fame as well um They all had cheese hats, different types of cheese hats. One was just a regular cheese hat, one was a top hat, and one was a cowboy hat. Yep. And they kept stacking them on the turnbuckle, and they stacked them perfectly, and the jersey, and it fell once. But
1: it was so smart from, uh, who who was the one who knocked it down? Roderick Strong came in. He noticed that when it fell on its own, the crowd was like, oh, and, and they picked it up and they cheered back up. So he was smart enough to notice that? Yes. That when he knocked somebody off the apron, he went and intentionally knocked it out because he knew that the crowd was gonna boom.
0: Absolutely. So they had this stack of hats, it fell off on it uh, naturally, the crowd was pissed, the stack of hats was put back onto the turnbuckle. Yep. Yes, Roderick's song then came in and knocked it off and then the crowd exploded. That was like probably one of the loudest boos yeah. of the night, is when a bunch of hats fell off the turnbuckle post. Cheese hats cheese hats yes Um, yeah Undisputed Era is just so good at being like those jocks you hate from high school kind of people Um, and uh, they ended up I didn't even write down the result for this I was probably too distracted off Uh, drinking the soul Uh, Ricochet and Heavy Machinery ended up winning yeah they won the match yeah they won the match Uh, Shayna Baszler defended her belt against
1: Candice LeRae yep
0: this this match was like a little choppy. This was like maybe the most awkward match. Yeah, of the night.
1: there there didn't seem a lot of chemistry in there. No, match. not
0: no, no. It was uh, like a couple times where the, you felt like they were going for something, and then they kind of stopped a little bit, and then they would redo it.
1: I would say though, from our angle, from where we're sitting at, those dives that Candice Lerae she did three dives in a row. Yeah, they looked great. They looked really good. At, I, it could be that she's also a smaller and is able to dive through those ropes. With, Great point. Without a problem, but they just looked so perfect and dead on.
0: Yeah, they really did. Um, I think the size is a good point, but they looked better than like Johnny Gargano suicide dives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, those those were the best suicide dives of the night. It was Candice LeRae, and it looked like she was gonna almost almost overshoot Shayna, but like yeah, landed perfectly reason. on her shoulder. And it didn't look like a, a – someone behind me called Johnny Gargano suicide dive a, dive a flying shove.
1: Oh, what? You know
0: how, like, they kind of, yeah, like, yeah. they they're catch them and they don't really land on them like a dive with their it's stomach. Really it's more of just, like, they kind of yeah, yeah. push them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone called it a flying shove, and and Candace's were not flying shoves. They were actually proper, I'm going to land on you with my stomach kind of suicide yeah. dives. Um, and then – uh, we had Tommaso Ciampa versus the Velveteen Dream in a rematch. The crowd was on for this match. Oh, my God. Was it on? They, they, all they did was taunt each other for the first five minutes, and yeah. it was spectacular. All they did was they didn't even... They just mocked each other. Ciampa put a headband on a person in the crowd and took a selfie with her and did his wave. Like, they were not even wrestling. Because this was, was also spectacular. like the
1: town allowed for that to happen. Like, I don't think Champa goes and does this type of, you know, taunting because it is Milwaukee and yeah. it's hometown. And like, there were plenty of Champa shirts. And, and I think that, that allowed him to also, like, yeah, I'm a heel, but I'm also going to have fun with it because the crowd is going to accept it. Exactly. Yeah,
0: he he turned down his healing a bit to mm-hmm. to play into the love of the Milwaukee crowd, um, which I you know I kind of wish like he kept still like a hundred percent K fade. Yeah, it's it's sliding now. Like, you know, he's um, obviously I guess this is maybe the one excuse you can give him like where he's from. Um, you know, he cut a promo at the end that was just about. He tweeted it out too, like comparing him now to where he was three years ago. Yeah. And the difference in his career and how Milwaukee played a huge part in it. But uh, he turned he, he he broke that. He was he was a hundred percent not breaking K Fabe. He mm-hmm. broke it, but it was necessary. And like there was a part of me that still wishes he was a complete dick all the entire time. But um, but him and Velveteen had a, a banger of a match. Once again didn't really do a whole lot didn't really do a whole lot but they did so much and not doing a whole yeah. lot if that makes any sense at all um mean the, the taunting back and forth was phenomenal
1: i mean it, it, it compares to the match that we were talking about before where you know like they don't need to do crazy stuff but they just know how to handle the crowd
0: exactly they know like, exactly how to take I mean, the crowd where they want them and yeah. uh all these takeover all, oh excuse me all these matches were kind of like one fourth or one half of what the takeover match was, but it was just enough to give you like a really good, entertaining live experience.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And we had an intermission, and there was an I, d- I didn't know we were gonna have intermission. I yep. thought it was just gonna run right through. Yeah, and we have just hit the fifteen-minute
0: mark on recording. Look at that, and that's what we wanted to do. A, so call let a I d- wrap. Did you have a fun? Did you have a fun trip?
1: I did, man, and, yeah. and uh you know we. we also talked about you know i don't know if we talked about merch but um you know it was it was one of the things when we walked in is like they told us to go to the merch table they told us to take a lap at the merch table yeah it was like a mandatory lap yeah and then go upstairs right but um so we did and uh you were trying to get the poster with the card they didn't have it they didn't know they didn't have the card they didn't Uh, know the card yeah is what Uh, the guy said but you know, I, I didn't want to walk away with with nothing, and I thought the the simplest thing and <laughs> and, and, and the cheapest too, like, was just taking that uh, uh, collector's cup, if you may. The collector's uh, cup of NXT, and like, it, it really hit me. Like when I looked at the cup, it's like, bro, like the, the 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 roster for NXT is is stacked.
0: The roster is so deep right now, and every time they people move up, they just reload it. And it's just going to continue to be deep. The indies are going to reload as well. Everyone's worried about people leaving. I like, think there
1: wasn't like correct. Me it's going to be. We're going to be okay. Aside of that one uh, women's tag match, every other match had somebody that we had seen in the indies.
0: Ooh, that's a really good observation. We can go through that right now. Okay, Ono versus Riddle. Yes. Um... Okay, then it's a Women's tag match. Which, that one, like, we
1: didn't have anybody. We haven't seen any of those people
0: right. in the indies. Uh, the next was Bobby Fish, who we did see in the indies. Yep. We saw Donovan Dijak in the independents. We saw Gargano, obviously. And Aleister Black. That's Tommy and they got to see him. Okay. Um, we saw people from the Undisputed Era and Ricochet many times. We mm-hmm. saw Candice LeRae. Yeah, every single person. A lot of these people we saw at AEW. Yeah. Only. Um, And, uh, yeah, everyone except... And it's not to say that, like, Dakota Kai... uh, didn't and like Kyrie Saint didn't wrestle on their own individual independence. That's just oh, like, no, they
1: did, they did their fair share, but which is they just didn't make it to Chicago, or they probably were part of uh Shimmer or something like that. Maybe. I don't know about, I don't know, but maybe. I just didn't get to see them there.
0: Yeah, that's a really good observation. All the really awesome independents are now just killing it in XT, but there's going to be more and more new independents. And you know the the, the cycle is going to keep going, and we'll, we'll we'll be okay as wrestling fans, I'm sure. Absolutely, we'll find something from the buffet and to choose from. Uh, but that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for us. All right.
1: Well, you can find us at www. Twoheelsintheface. Is it w? Do we have the www? Uh, it'll
0: redirect. It'll redirect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll redirect www. Twoheelsintheface. or number just two two
1: in the face. The number two. Uh, two Heels in a Face, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep.
0: Yeah, listen, SoundCloud, not Spotify, I almost said it, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, that's where you can listen. Right. Hashtag NXT Milwaukee. Sure. Sure. If you were right. there, let us know. We had a couple people reach out to us and say they were there. remember uh, and
1: always, uh, hashtag BeatUpGPA. Hashtag BeatUpGPA.
0: Hashtag push Paco. Hashtag push Paco. Hashtag get Byron a read a mic. Get Byron a mic. Get Byron a mic. There you go. There you go.